This is the Business English Podcast, Episode 40, How to Use If You Will to Sound Intelligent and Articulate in English. Welcome to the Business English Podcast from All Ears English. Get the English skills you need to achieve your dreams in global business. For a presentation, a meeting, or your office party, this is Real Business English with your favorite American hosts, Lindsay and Michelle, coming to you from New York City and Colorado, USA. Hey, Michelle, what's going on? Hey, Lindsay, not too much. How are you? I am doing good. I'm actually in the middle of an intensive period of working on our new course that is going to be should be releasing this week or early next week. Okay, guys, so I want to remind our listeners to check your email because you're going to get a very special invitation to sample our unique method, the bridge to connection method. Okay, guys, so we're only allowing 100 people into this course initially for our first launch. So you you do want to be one of the first 100 people because you get extra access to us. You'll be doing the actual lessons if you buy the VIP option with us. Okay, guys, which is not going to happen in the future. So go ahead and check your email this week to get in there, guys. Very cool. So Michelle, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about uh, a, a, a small phrase. Um, a, a Pancho from Chile asked us a question about the phrase, if you will. Interesting. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Now, is this one that you tend to use, Michelle, yourself sometimes or not so much? Um, maybe, uh, um, maybe from time to time. Um, I I have to think about it some more, but probably not too often. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Not really. Not really, but I hear it and I know what it means. And, you know, so it's, it's a viable phrase to use. So we're going to teach our listeners. So let's go ahead and read the question from Pancho first. Michelle, would you be our question reader? I would love to. Yep. Okay. So, um, he says, hi, thank you very much for the amazing pod, this amazing podcast. All Ears English has been such a great discovery. Uh, thank you, Pancho, for listening. Um, <laughs> I would like you to explain to us the difference or when to use the phrase, uh, if you will. I have heard the phrase quite a few times in different scenarios. Could this mean I'm saying something in a way, even though I know that someone could say it in a different way? Thank you. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So I want to start by, well, that's a good question. Thank you, Poncho, for that question. And just to let our listeners know, Poncho left this question in iTunes. And that's another thing that you guys can do when you leave us a review. You can write your question in iTunes. That is one place to get your question seen. And we will put it right into our material if it's a good question. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Yeah. So this was a good question. So first he asks, is this, um, this idea of, uh, it's saying I'm saying something in a way, even though I know that someone could say it in a different way. Well, I guess sort of it is because it's a way of saying I'm going to try saying it this way. Right. But there are other ways to say it. I suppose that could be one way of looking at it, Michelle. Hmm. Um, but what does it basically mean when we say if you will? OK, so if you will, it basically means that um, you are uh, asking for the person to accept your use of a term. Did you make this up? This is good. No, I think <laughs> this came from a dictionary. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I'm like, wow, you're so good at this. <laughs> it basically means that you're asking for the person to accept your use of a term, a word, an image, etc. Mm-hmm. If you will allow me to use this term, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, exactly. And then I went to Grammarist.com and the, the slant that they took at Grammarist.com to explain this, guys, 
is this is what when you're writing, this is what writers use to kind of apologize for using a bad metaphor or kind of having a corny usage of, of a term. Right. Or maybe maybe using a cliche. OK, so it's it's got an apologetic nature to it, I think. Would you say, Michelle? Uh, I have to think about it a little bit. Once we go through some of the examples, mm-hmm. I'll be able to think about it a little bit more. I feel like I think about it uh, the second way. It says it makes you sound sophisticated or intelligent, mm-hmm. um, but don't overuse it if you will, uh, or you will sound obnoxious. I feel like <clears throat> when I think of it, if you will, the first thing that pops into my head is like um, like a panel on a news show. Ooh, cool. Tell us more. Well, um, yeah, I'm imagining like, oh, um somebody says, oh, well, so this, you know, candidate, blah, 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 if you will. I don't know. I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to imagine it in my head. Yeah. But, um. It's got a buttoned up nature to it, for sure. Yeah. You can also say like, oh, imagine if you will, uh, a, mm. a forest or something like that. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So I think maybe sometimes if someone who is, yeah, so this is generally used by people who are quite articulate and sophisticated. I, I would agree with that for sure. Yeah. Um, and I could see someone maybe with the apologetic slant, it might come out because if the person is quite articulate and intelligent they, and they're using a cliche or a corny usage, they might be apologizing in that sense. But I think the most important thing is that we're asking for kind of asking for permission a bit to use something or for someone to accept what you're saying a bit, a, a term, and then it does sound a bit smart and articulate, okay? Right. Yeah, so another de- definition from the dictionary is it's said when it's politely inviting a listener or reader to do something or when using an unusual or fanciful term. Ooh. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. okay. Yeah, so oh, this is what I said. Imagine, if you will. Yeah, a typical silversmith's shop. That's what that's exactly. Yeah, that's how I thought of it. Mhm. Yeah. One of one of the ways, yeah. Right, exactly. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. So let's let's throw out some other examples, right? So another example that I found in the dictionary was I did very well in school with a genius IQ, if you will. So which part is he referring to, if you will, is referring to what part of the sentence, Michelle? Like asking for permission for which part? The genius IQ? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Right. So he's kind of like <clears throat> making up a term a bit or kind right, of like, right. kind of, it's like he's asking for permission to use some creative, some creativity in his language a little bit. Right, right, right. I can definitely see that there. I love that. Okay. How about another? Okay. I don't know where this is from. A, a book, maybe? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, this is from to a be- website. I, I don't have quotes. I don't have, unfortunately, no, I don't okay. have 
Uh, um, yeah. To be honest, she wasn't much to look at. A plain Jane, if you will. Yeah, this is the same kind of situation. It's referring to the plain Jane, right? Mm-hmm. So the, in this situation, they're making up. Maybe this is how I'm thinking about it with the newscasters. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, where you were kind of making up a new style. And not, it's, that's not a new term, but it's like saying, oh, like, this is how I'm going to use this term here. Exactly. You got it, Michelle. And let's throw out some uh, some kind of synonym phrases, phrases that would be saying the same thing as if you will, to really help you guys understand what we're saying here when we say if you will. So th- these quotes are from English.stackexchange.com. And I'll try to leave the link on the website. Okay, so just to let you know, we didn't come up with these, but these are great examples. So here we go. The first one, well, is using if you will, as we just said, to be honest, she wasn't much to look at a plain Jane, if you will. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and tone of voice is important here too. Michelle, could you repeat that phrase with the tone of voice that we want? Uh, to be honest, she wasn't much to look at a plain Jane, if you will. Yeah. A plain Jane, if you will. Right. There's a mm-hmm. pause there. Cause we have a comma. All right. So being a bit animated there. So what's another phrase that would be saying the same thing? Well, you could say, to be honest, she wasn't much to look at. A plain Jane, as they say. As they say, okay. As they say, yeah. So I personally, my personal style, for whatever reason, would be more common to, I would more commonly say, as they say, or some of these other ones. Um, for whatever reason, if you will, is not really as much in my vocabulary. But, um, you know, it's kind of arbitrary. It's like who we're around and what we say and what our culture is like, our personal culture. So, yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What's the next one? To be honest, she wasn't much to look at. A plain Jane, as the saying goes. Good. Another example saying basically the same thing. And here's another. To be honest, she wasn't much to look at. A plain Jane, so to speak. I like that one. So to speak. OK, so. Uh-huh, so to speak. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Again, and I think that we we actually we know plain Jane, guys, because if you're a regular listener of this show, we've done an episode. It came out actually uh, Friday, Thursday, December 1st about plain Jane, Joe Schmo keeping up with the Joneses. These these archetypes. Okay, so you guys know if you haven't listened to that episode, then go back and I will try to grab the you want to read the next one, Michelle, and I'll try to grab the episode number for that one. Sure. To be honest, she wasn't much to look at a plain Jane, as it were. Exactly. Exactly. So guys, to get that episode about plain Jane, just go back to allersenglish.com and type in episode 645 in the search bar. You'll catch that up. You'll get that rather. And you'll figure out what that means. So these are just a bunch of other ways to say, if you will. Okay. And as it were, what do you think about as it were? That's very interesting. Um, I don't think that I hear this one that much. And it sounds a little funny. What do you think? Well, I think it sounds... Um, it's funny. I, I thought I was not going to hear this anymore. But during one of my interviews for the course that we're building a cross country trip up in the Rust Belt up in Michigan, um, I stayed I did some couch surfing with this one uh, couple. And this guy's name was Andrew. Um, he was kind of a hipster. Sl- he's like a rough hipster, like rough around the edges, hipster type guy. Um, and he, he used the fra- the term as it were. Uh, when uh-huh. he when he was using some kind of saying or some kind of so to me it sounds quite I and mean, this guy was very articulate very smart actually uh, he was a teacher an educator worked I think he was like a middle school or high school history political science teacher uh, so he's quite smart and he did use the term but I don't hear it as much anymore I think it's it may be used more commonly in England as well so 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay. So let's try. So granted, we've said that this isn't necessarily in my vocabulary. And Michelle, I think you said you use it once in a while, but maybe not too much. But let's try, yeah. let's try to use it here and let's see if we can bring it out in this role play, Michelle. Okay, here we go. Okay, Michelle, did you get a new car last week? Yeah, I did, Lindsay. It's a red Corvette. Oh my God, you really splurged. Yeah, well, my best friend got a Mini Cooper and I was jealous, so I figured I'd use my bonus and get something new for myself. Oh, I see. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of a keeping up with the Joneses, if you will. Well, hope you can take me for a ride in it soon. Anytime. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Wow, I got a lot of money in this one. <laughs> I know you got a big bonus. <laughs> Gosh. Wow, yeah. What do you wow. what do you work for Goldman Sachs or something? Yeah, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> no Goldman Sachs for me, no. but good for <clears throat> yeah. Um yeah, so no, I thought that this was a this was a good example. Yeah, this was a good example. Again, it's not so natural for me because I don't really use it when I use idioms, but I could see why you would based on what we've learned today, guys. You know, when we use these idioms, we use these kind of metaphors, expressions, similes. We're kind of asking for permission to use it. Okay, so yeah, that's valid. That could work. All right. So language yeah. is about language is creative, guys. I mean, it's not all about rules. It's about using your creativity a bit and throwing these things in. OK. Yeah. So, yeah. So you, I said, oh, it's kind of a keeping up the jo- uh, with the Joneses, if you will. Right. Because exactly. yeah, I use that term. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Would you ever do that? Would you ever buy a car because your best friend bought a car? No, no. <laughs> no, I didn't think so. It doesn't sound like you. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. All right, cool. So, guys, grab the transcripts for today. You're really going to want it because we went into quite a bit of detail today. I feel like this week we're doing some hard-hitting episodes. Um, Yeah. Yeah, learning a lot here. Gosh. All right, cool. Grab the transcripts, guys. AllEarsEnglish.com forward slash transcripts. And remember to keep your eye on your email inbox for your special invitation to join the Connection Insiders Club. All right, cool. We're out of here, Michelle. I'll see you soon. All right. Bye, Lindsay. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Business English, a podcast just for you, the high-achieving global professional. Want more from All Ears English? Don't miss our biggest and best podcast with 8 million monthly downloads. Just search for the All Ears English podcast and hit follow to get four new episodes per week on fluency, American culture, grammar, and so much more. Or tap the link in the show notes. Remember, we believe in connection, not perfection when it comes to learning English. Follow the All Ears English podcast now.